This is the ActiveX Back Show from Edinburgh, Scotland's vibrant capital. Hosted by award-winning registered osteopath, author and all-round pain guru, Gavin Routledge. If you want relief or prevention of lower back pain or sciatica, and you want to be healthier, keep listening. The following programme should not be taken as medical advice, but for informational purposes only. Friends, sufferers, fellow humans, welcome back to the ActiveX podcast. And in this episode, I am answering the question, no, I'm not. I'm stating why you should not have an MRI for sciatica. There we have it, slightly contentious, but here we go, leading in with the first point as to why you shouldn't have an MRI for sciatica. Firstly, the long-term outcomes are worse And what does that mean? So that means that if you have an MRI, then you tend to end up with longer term pain and more disability than if you don't have an MRI. Well, what is going on here? Well, we'll get into that shortly, but I just want to be sure that I'm making this point well. So if we took 100 people with pretty much identical MRI findings or identical lower back findings, issues and symptoms and split them into two groups, one group doesn't have an MRI and the other group does. Now the group who have the MRIs do worse in the long run, and we're talking a year plus, than the group who don't. So there is a really compelling reason not to have an MRI, is that you are likely in the long run to have more pain and disability. And we could just stop there, couldn't we? Because I think that's probably the most compelling reason not to have one. However, reason number two as to why you shouldn't have an MRI for sciatica is it costs more, not just the cost of the MRI, But interestingly, again, people who have MRIs tend to have more interventions. Now, that's maybe not surprising, but bear in mind these are people with basically the same problems as the people who don't have the MRI. They tend to have more injections, more surgery, more medication, all sorts of costs go up. And in fact, um, where in the US they've put a figure on this, they say that the cost of someone having an MRI, total cost of their lower back sciatic problem is about $13,000 higher than people who don't have the MRI. And only the MRI only makes up part of that cost, probably $800 to $1,000 worth. Okay, so the third reason is that it heightens your anxiety. And this is probably what leads to number two uh, and number one, you know, worse outcomes and more cost. Um, when you have an MRI, they will find something. You know, there will be abnormalities on your MRI. It's highly unlikely that, um, in fact, I don't think I've ever seen an MRI report that said um, n- nothing found, because you know radiologists have to they have to say something about what they see. And of course, if you've been on this earth for more than uh, more than ten or fifteen years there will be signs of, in inverted commas, abnormalities, degenerative change, things that aren't quite perfect on your MRI. And yet, these are not really abnormalities for many of us. These are totally normal changes with time. The idea that your lower back 
would like would look like an anatomy textbook is just naive. Yeah? So anatomy textbooks are drawn to show perfect anatomy, but you know we don't have perfect anatomy. Um, even at birth, lots of people have um, so-called abnormalities. They're not quite perfectly formed. And certainly as we age, that is definitely the case. But finding these so-called abnormalities definitely heightens people's anxiety. Now, there are some radiologists, the people who report on the MRIs, and some orthopaedic surgeons, who are often the people that you see next after the MRI, who are very good at um, demystifying and downgrading the, the so-called abnormalities. They will calm you down, they'll say, look, don't worry, we've seen this before, there's actually very little sort of correlation between what we see on an MRI and how people feel anyway, especially when it comes to de degenerative change. So really, you know, don't worry about it would be my advice. Now, unfortunately, that isn't the way the conversation often goes. Often it's a bit more rushed. Uh, and so I saw a chat last week. He was in his mid-50s, he had an MRI a couple of years ago, and he was paying privately. Um, he saw uh, a consultant orthopaedic surgeon as a follow-up to his MRI and essentially came away from that meeting feeling like he had a problem that couldn't be solved. And it was just a case of supposedly managing his pain as he got older because he had some so-called spondylotic change. Now, he went away from that and he remembered the word spondylosis and he googled it and unfortunately he came up with ankylosing spondylitis which is a very specific degenerative condition or inflammatory degenerative condition affecting the spine and he thought he kind of thought that's what he had and that it was going to just progressively get worse and that isn't what he has at all. He has essentially spondylotic changes, which basically mean wear and tear in the discs and vertebrae of the, of the spine. He doesn't have ankylosing spondylitis, which is a completely different condition and much more progressive and you know, basically more threatening in the long run. But that's the message he came away with and that raised his anxiety and of course his pain has continued and um, if anything it's become fundamentally more constant from having been episodic originally. So where does that leave him? It leaves him with a persistent lower back problem and um, there have been all sorts of ramifications from if you're set off on the wrong track and you have a belief that things that can't possibly get better, then guess what? That's what happens. They don't get better. So that's the third point around why you shouldn't have an MRI for sciatica. Is it is highly likely to raise your levels of anxiety. Fourth point I'd like to make is, of course, all tied in with that, and that is red herrings, and that if you have an MRI, it will show something that isn't perfect. Is that actually the cause of your pain? There's a good chance that it isn't. I've commented many times before, both on my blog and on this podcast, that there's very little correlation between what you see on an MRI and the symptoms someone has. Uh, there have been a lot of studies done on this in the last 10 years, showing that, for instance, 40-year-old um, men, 50% of them will have disc bulges. 
Yeah, so sort of prolapses, herniations in their lumbar spine. But that is 40-year-old men with no symptoms. So these are people who have not had lower back pain or sciatica at all, and yet there it is, they have disc bulges and prolapses. Uh, and of course, the incidence or frequency of that goes up with age. So MRIs throw up red herrings, and you then often end up in a situation where your clinicians are treating the MRI instead of treating you, the person. So a very good reason not to have an MRI is that you can end up treating the MRI rather than you. Okay, um, I hope that's made some relevant, I'm sure it has made some relevant points. Um, maybe some of them are new to you, but I know the burning question for many people will still be and certainly should be in this clinical context, when should you have an MRI for sciatica? And my answer to that would be that if you answer yes to more than one of our sort of safety questions, then you probably should have further investigation. It might not be an MRI, but you should certainly be consulting a clinician who specializes in lower back problems and sciatica. So what are those questions? Well, I'm not gonna list them here. You can find them if you go to, if you're into self-help, we have a website that is very much focused on self-help. It is backpainandsciatica.co.uk. Go to that website and you'll see there is an offer of a um, assessment, a free assessment. You click on the link and a chatbot will open. That chatbot has been programmed by me and the first thing it will do is ask you these important questions. If you answer yes to any of them, that increases the, the indication that perhaps you should consult a clinician with a view to perhaps ultimately having an MRI. It doesn't mean that you need an MRI by any means, but these are the really important questions to ask, and they're what we call safety questions or red flag questions. Okay, I'll give you an example. One example is, do you have any pins and needles or numbness up in your pelvic floor, so the area that you would sit on if on a saddle? Yeah, do you have any problems, you know, when you wipe yourself in that area, does it feel kind of different on one side to the other? If the answer to that is yes, then, you know, you may need further investigation. I'm not saying you do, but you might. So please engage with the chatbot backpainandsciatica.co.uk. It is also on my other website, active-x.co.uk, but I'm, we're trying to move people. So, so I've had the ActiveX website for 20, well, it's changed various iterations over the years, but fundamentally had that since I've had my clinical business here in Edinburgh since 1993. Uh, but we still provide very much face-to-face uh, -face care and consultations in that business, and that's what the active-x.co.uk website is focused upon. Whereas the backpainandsciatica.co.uk site, if you are anywhere in the world, preferably here in the UK, um, then you can get self-help on that website. Okay, there we have it. Why you shouldn't have an MRI for sciatica, tend to get worse outcomes, costs a lot more, heightens your anxiety, can lead to red herrings and ending up treating the MRI. There are cases where you should have an MRI 
and engage with the chat bot to explore whether that is the case for you or not. Thanks for listening. Speak to you again soon. Thanks for listening to the ActiveX Backs show. If you found this helpful, please pass along our web address to your friends and colleagues, active-x.co.uk. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. If you have any questions related to lower back pain or sciatica, send them in and Gavin will aim to answer them in future episodes. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at ActiveX Backs.